Father God, Baruch Hashem, we bless you today for being the God of all creation and being good to us. We thank you for all that you've done for us and are going to do. Thank you for sending your son Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach, down to this earth to save us from sin, hell, and death. Father, there's no one like you. There's no one else who could have done it for us. And we're totally grateful and praying that those who are not thankful will have the blinders taken off of their eyes that the devil put there to keep them from glorifying and thanking you. You've been blessing New Birth Ministries a lot lately, Father, and we thank you. We've been reaching out in more ways than we first thought. Your spirit is strong and working in his own way, and we love it, Father. Hallelujah. May all of the blessings trickle down to the very last person who follows this ministry in some kind of way. May they keep us in prayer as we pray for them. We lift up this nation to you, Lord. Forgive us all of our sins and of the sins that our leadership has committed or is committing. Heal our land, Lord. We come against the coronavirus and command it to stand down and disintegrate. We speak to that mountain and command it to weaken and disintegrate by the end of this year in Jesus' holy name. For all of those who suffered from it personally or lost loved ones, we ask, Father, that you give them double for their trouble and refresh and renew their households and give them good memories of loved ones going by. Father, I lift up my neighborhood and those of the ones who are attending this meeting right now and later. Touch the hearts of all who listen, whether they tell us that they do or not. Cleanse them and give them the desires of their hearts to accept Jesus as the Lord and Savior of their lives. You love addicts, Father. You love alcoholics, prostitutes, liars, thieves, meth, heroin, opiate users. You don't hate them. Jesus died for them, too. Not one person can say that they haven't sinned. Pastors, bishops, and popes have at one point or so sinned in their lives. There is none in this world who is greater than the other. Use me, Holy Spirit. Use me to give the people the word that you would have me to say. Fill me with your wisdom and knowledge. Please make it less of me and more of you so the people will know that it is you who is speaking and not Esty. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Amen. All right, everybody. I'm going to be taking a few scriptures today. Um as I will be preaching in more of what they call a contextual style. I have five points for all of us to take in and consider today. And they focus on the subject of peace. Hallelujah. We need more peace in this world. We at least need peace within our own hearts. Amen. And I'll be taking point one for others may be taking notes. Um, the first scripture I'll be using is Job 24, 29. And it says, when he giveth quietness, who can then make trouble? And when he hides his face, who then can behold him, whether it be done against a nation or against a man only? Amen. God's righteous acts have not yet been made manifest. It is therefore foolish and wrong to pass judgment upon an unfinished 
program. When things don't seem to be going your way and all that rise up against you seem to be stronger than you, believe on God's word that Jehovah Sabaoth is fighting your battles and you cannot lose regardless of what it may look like. As the old hymnal tells us, God will fight our battles if we just stand still. Mortal man will wait at the great white throne. God will unfold his inner reasons. We don't know everything. Amen? When God blesses some people with a thing or two, okay, and they might learn a little more than they knew before, or, you know, God might show them something in a vision or a dream. You know, sometimes, not always, sometimes you just can't hit those people in the rear end with a red apple. (laughs) Some folks get all high and mighty and look down their noses at others. You've heard me say it a million times that we are all on a different spiritual level. Amen? Some know what the third temple means. Some don't. Some know about the Sabbath. Some don't. Some know Jesus' real Hebrew name. Some don't. It will all come to us in his time. You can't rush truth. Amen? She comes when it's her time to arrive. We need to slow down and allow her. Amen. There are things that God has yet to show us. Therefore, all that we can do is wait upon the Lord. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Do you know what that means? It means that because of your trust in him, he will restore, recharge, and renew your mortal body, flesh, mind, and heart just for putting all of your trust in him and and not your own flesh. Sure. You know, you can take a pill for pain, but there's no deliverance like a Holy Spirit deliverance. Amen. When God heals you, you're healed. Job himself heard the views of his wife, his best friends, but none of them touched his spirit as his own decision to give it all to God and wait upon the Lord. And at the end, he got more than double for his trouble. And so will you if you wait. Amen. God bless Job. God can bless us. He can bless you. Amen. Some of us are on a jet plane aiming for nowhere as long as it continues to make us feel as though we're speeding through life. Some people just want to do whatever they can just to get the day over. This is where many fall into sin. And some aren't even just flying frontwards. They're flying up, down, sidewards, backwards, knocking folks over and trampling over anything or anyone that they can and disrespecting whomever gets in their way. They'll use anything that seems to temporarily soothe their inhibitions. I say, remain calm and step out of the vehicle. Amen. Give it to God, my friend. Give it to God. He knows better. And did you ever see the policeman on the movie called Meet the Falkers, where he stops Ben Stiller, who played Gaylord Greg Falker, and Robert De Niro, who played Jack Burns, as they were flying down the road after a family argument? Robert's character even pulls out his own badge to show the policeman that he was a former CIA agent. But regardless, he's still not doing what the policeman tells him to do, and therefore he gets tased. It's disrespect for real. Every time we give up the blessing of waiting upon the Lord to hear his voice of divine direction, 
to see how things play out, we lose our peace. It's the devil's plan to make you spin around in circles, getting on your friends and loved ones' nerves, constantly bombarding everyone else's peace because you have none. Have you ever seen someone who is so disturbed that they can't even respect anyone else's peace? It's like the whole world owes them their time and energy. If they can't rest, you won't either. Once again, I say, remain calm (laughs) and step out of the vehicle, y'all. Amen? Point two. Let's go to Psalm 131, verses 1 to 3. It's, t- it's labeled, I have calmed and quieted my soul. And it reads like this, a song of degrees of David. Lord, my heart is not haughty, nor mine eyes lofty. Neither do I exercise myself in great matters or in things too high for me. Surely I have behaved and quieted myself as a child that is weaned of his mother. My soul is even as a weaned child. Let Israel hope in the Lord from henceforth and forever. Now, In this tumultuous world today, what we need is quiet and peace. We need to learn to calm our spirits and know that God is truly in control. We say it, but deep inside, do we really mean it or are we just quoting cliches? I know that there's a lot of fake news out there, but everyone um, and everything that you hear isn't fake news. There are some that you can depend on, but here's the kicker. Don't let the news rob you of your joy. Amen? Amen? Spend more time in the Bible than on the TV. And, and, well, okay, and if you do like TV, that's okay as long as you're feeding your mind Christian content. Don't totally depend on what the news has to say. What does the Bible say? See? What does the Bible say? We cannot act as though the world has us by the neck, strangling the life out of us. Some people murmur and complain so much that I'm a Christian should never come out of their mouths. Amen? They're chock full of negativity. And if you tell a joke online, they'll put a bad mouth on you and say that you're too silly. Those are hell and damnation folks who most of the time are too miserable to smile. They've most likely sinned so much in their past that they're afraid to enjoy their lives. Like attracts like, they'll go out and find someone who has the same sad and mean spirit as them and reward those people for their miseries. The Bible says that the joy of the Lord is our strength. They are so spiritually dull that they act like they have spiritual muscular dystrophy, which is a hereditary condition that brings on the weakening of the muscles. You know, I once preached a sermon called Strengthen Your Spiritual Muscles. Amen. Their mouths are so froward that you have to turn them upside down to see a smile, to see a smile, amen? When the world tries to choke the world out of you, the word out of you, God's word, know this, the God in you will burn the cursed hands just as Jesus cursed and dried up the fruitless fig tree. Notice I said fruitless fig tree. They're jealous of your fruit because they have none. Ooh, that's a word, amen, amen. They will get their reward. Colossians 3.25 simply says what goes around comes around. And you know, there's um, various versions in 2 Timothy 4.14, Proverbs 26.27, Psalm 7.16, 2 Samuel 3.39, and lastly, Deuteronomy 32.25. 
The psalmist says that his heart is not too haughty for his eyes or, or his eyes lofty, and he doesn't try to work out things that are too high for him. We should do what he did and behave ourselves and act like a child who's been weaned of his mother. Go from the bottle to solid food. Amen. Go from the milk to the meat. God is our hope. In fact, God is our food. You hungry? Amen. Read the word. Amen. Start praying. Give God some time. Point three. Proverbs 133 says, But whoso hearkeneth unto me shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from fear of evil. Solomon warns that if people remain simple on the bottle or lack understanding and wisdom, they will follow their own desires, which will lead them to calamity. Hearken unto the Lord and gain your peace, not unto yourself. Knowledge enters the mind through reading and hearing. We must clean out our ears, removing hindrances and preconceived ideas that block God's word from making the 18-inch drop from our heads to our hearts. Then we need to keep or preserve what we hear by guarding our hearts with all diligence. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, in Strong's Concordance, the word simple Okay, we're going to look up a couple words here. Shama, S-H-A-W, it's pronounced as S-H-A-W-M-A-H, which means to hear intently. Amen? Attention, give attention, consider, listen, obey. Amen? Regard, report. And it occurs in the Bible, King James Version, 1,158 times, so obviously that's important. <laughs> Listen, hearken. Amen. <laughs> hearken. That's what it means. Hearken unto the Lord. Notice the word Shama. One of God's names is Jehovah Shama. Shama and Shama are similar in pronunciation. It means the Lord is there. One pronunciation is Shama, the other is Shama. Shama is to listen, obey, proclaim, tell, hear, be attention. And the same with Shama, see? If we pay attention to both, we will quiet ourselves and be at peace. When the Prince of Peace is near, you will have peace. Amen? If you don't have enough peace, call on him. Call his name. That's all you got to do. He made it so easy. Hallelujah. Point number four. Proverbs 17.1. It says, better is a dry morsel and quietness therewith than a house full of sacrifices with strife. Amen. Now, when you're looking, you know, I, I like to, I like Strong's. I like to go into the Greek and the Hebrew. You don't necessarily have to to read the word. Amen. But I like to get out as much as I can. Like the Bible says, study to show thyself approved. Amen. Morsel in Strong's 6595. The word is P-A-T-H. Amen. Path. It means a bit, meat, morsel, a piece. Amen. Okay, so you read the word over and over, and your Bible's getting yellow and aged. But that's a good thing. The more you read it, the more God speaks to you. Amen. Its lessons and wisdom are never ending. Okay, we're down here, but God is everlasting. He has no beginning nor end. We do. Humans must understand that. He doesn't. We do. Give respect. 
where respect is due. Amen? Read his word and be at peace, and you too will be everlasting. And, you know, let's look up the word strife. I looked up the word strife, as in uh, Proverbs 1, okay? And it's R-I-B. It looks like rib, but it's pronounced reeb, R-E-E-B. And it says, a contest, personal or legal, adversary, cause, chiding, contention, to contend with, controversy, multitude, pleading, strife, strive, suit. Amen. And it occurs 60 times in the KJV. Who wants to be in a house full of strife and division? Look, don't lift up your hands, right? <laughs> no, I don't think anybody wants to be in a house full of strife and division where there is no You could tell a household that has no peace because you will hear the hell and fury in that household. Amen. Although some of us here today may have peace in our homes, let's keep those who in prayer uh, who can't say the same. Amen. The devil is out to break up marriages, families, friendships, jobs, health, wealth, memories, neighborhoods, cities, and countries. He has no family, and he doesn't want us to have one either. Remember that your family is not the evil one. Satan is. You're not fighting flesh. You're not fighting your brother, your sister, your daughter, your son. You're not fighting your preacher, your aunt, your uncle, your grandmother, your mom or dad. You're fighting the evil one. Amen. Pray for your family, no matter how much they hurt you or won't forgive you. Unforgiveness and bitterness is like cancer. It eats away until you are no more. The Bible says that when Jesus was approached by the leaders of the land, when they asked him conflicting questions, he opened not his mouth. When someone approaches us in a way that could prove to be devastating to our peace, we should do the same. Don't argue back. Keep your peace. Remain calm and step out of that vehicle. And by vehicle, I mean the means, the transporter or the carrier of the nuisance. Back away. Step away. Get out of. Leave. And as the psychologists say, redirect. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Redirect. Hallelujah. Take it back to Jesus. Proverbs 21.9 tells us that it is better to dwell in the quarter of a housetop than with a brawling woman in a wide house. I've seen it in action. And sisters, let me tell you, it's embarrassing how some of you demasculinize men and, yes, vice versa. It's not just the women who continually criticize. The men do it as well. Some see women as slaves instead of as partners or helpers. Proverbs 21.9, it says it is better to dwell in a wilderness than with a contentious and angry Woman, which I will say, it is better to dwell in a wilderness than with a contentious and angry person. Amen. There used to be so many messages preached on loud, boisterous women. It was especially preached on Mother's Day and Father's Day around the world. But today we have both. It's not just women. It is also loud, boisterous men and women. It's actually been here since the beginning of time and has grown worse, especially with the loss of jobs and with the use of alcohol and drugs heightening. Everybody is heated and upset today, taking things out on one another instead of taking the issues to God. The devil brings strife. 
He only brings division. Look at the entertainers who allegedly once sold their souls to the devil for fortune and fame, and now some of them are testifying about how he only brought them misery and pain. Amen? You can even see some of them struggling to get back to their first love. The song that the Eagles sang years ago, Hotel California, tells us that you can come anytime you want, but you can never leave. There is an eerie message in that. I believe that a lot of the suicides that we heard of in the entertainment field were made by those who tried, longed, and desired to leave, but were so caught up in sin that they felt that they couldn't. You never know. You never know what the cause is. When they try to leave, someone in management has an all-telling video of them performing some illicit sexual act or performing while blasted to the point of no return, some homosexual act, uh, child abuse or something, and they're afraid to come out. Everybody doesn't want to come out, see? They aren't ready to do that at that time. They don't want their families seeing that mess. They know it's a mess, but they accepted it for fortune and fame. Look at the high polluting figures that we see every day being caught in some type of child pornography. There's names that would blow your mind. Bill Cosby was just a beginning. He drugged women, allegedly, which was horrible enough, but these people today are drugging and raping kids. And some babies, actual babies. I saw a documentary of where high-class um, high people in a, well, a few secret societies were raping boys. And after they were through with them and doing what they wanted to do with them, they shoot them in the head. And leave them dead. And they move on to the next one. Those children are never found. The world needs peace, y'all. The world is sick. The kingdom of heaven is like the hospital, but if we don't preach the ambulance, the right vehicle, who is who? Jesus. If we don't preach the right vehicle, how will they enter? We're just the EMTs. <laughs> He's the Prince of Peace. Every day people are dying in their sin. Sometimes when God opens our eyes, let's not feel guilt and shame to the point of suicide. Let's pray that everyone repents and accepts Jesus and is not ashamed to tell the world. Amen? Point five. And lastly, last point. First Thessalonians 4.11. And it says, and that ye study to be quiet and to do your own underscore, give it a marker color, parenthesis, put a star in front of it, <laughs> your own business, and to work with your own hands as we commanded you, that ye may walk honestly toward them that are without, and that ye may have lack of nothing. Oh, you want, okay, you want, you want to be rich? You want to be spiritually rich? Write down 1 Thessalonians 4.11. Amen. Study to be quiet. Mind your own business. See, mind your own business. Work with your own hands. Says so you may have a lack of nothing. God gave everybody a talent. Use it. Find out what your talent. Find out. God's speaking. He just told me. I felt it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. God is saying, find out what your talent is. Amen. And use it for the kingdom. God's word tells us to study, to be quiet, and do your own business. 
Some folks are in the business of others so much that they become comfortable in doing so. They have no agenda of their own. They're mad at God, and they blame God for them not knowing their own purpose. That leads to sin. There's some people out there right now um, who are listening have been led to sin because they are not, they don't know their purpose. And uh, it's a word of knowledge to somebody, and you are ta- you're taking it out on God and God's people, and the enemy is using you. You need to take out time with the Lord. Set everything aside. Step out of the vehicle. Find out your purpose. Get out of the hell and learn to live in peace. Amen? Amen. The scripture means that there's some action that we're to perform to be quiet. It's, a, it's an action verb. Quietness requires study and also studying the atmosphere around you. As Bruce Lee used to tell us, I love Bruce Lee, amen, I miss him. As Bruce Lee used to tell us, you know, become the water. How can you know the flow of peace if you don't learn to become the peace yourself? Stop the merry-go-round, remain calm, and step out of the vehicle. Smell the flowers around you. Notice the green grass, the birds of the air, the sky, and strive for silence, which is excellence. The Bible says that Daniel had had an excellent spirit. Daniel went to the window and prayed three times a day. He had an excellent spirit. Strive for excellence. Quiet your spirit. Think of the blessings in your life that God's given you. Put on some praise and worship music so that your soul can relax. When someone tells you to stop it, keep singing. Keep doing what brings you peace. We have to remember the Python spirit is trying to silence God's messengers. Don't allow it. What is your daily habit that actually allows your soul to relax? Do you care about the soul that your body harbors? Have we become so intrigued with the outer shell that we've forgotten about what lies within? We are to guard our souls. You are the gatekeeper of your soul. It depends on you to guard it and send it to heaven. You're like a mailman. Did you know that? Amen. You're like a mailman. You have to get the stamp of approval for your soul to go to paradise and not burn in hell for an eternity. You'll get your glorified body once we all get to heaven. Amen. Hallelujah. Guard your soul. Keep your peace of the vehicle. Amen. Remain calm. Step out of the vehicle and get saved. Are you saved? Now's the time to accept Jesus Christ as your Savior. With all that's going on around the world, you need a friend. Jesus can be that special friend if you allow him to be. Amen? He's your helper, and his Holy Spirit is your comforter. If you're not saved, just repeat the Romans road after me and say, Jesus, I repent of my sins. I'm so sorry, Lord. I believe that you died on a cross and rose three days, three days later, from the dead, just for me. 
and I accept what you've done. I accept you as my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, and amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen, amen, amen. Welcome to the family of God. Now go find a Bible-believing, Holy Ghost-filled church and learn of Him. It's never too late. Your new life starts now. Amen. All old things are now gone. They're gone away. God throws them as far as the east is from the west. Now go live, go laugh, and go love. I'll bless you before we leave. Amen. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Thank you for coming on today. God bless you and your household. I will keep you in prayer. May the blood of Jesus cover your entire household. Every Say it every day. Say, I am the righteousness of God. The Father and I are one. By Jesus' stripes, I've been healed. Amen. Hallelujah. And I pray that your week goes by victoriously. And Alexi Rochelle Scott, have a beautiful birthday. And yes, I'm going to bake that cake. Amen. Reverend Essie signing off. God bless you and have a beautiful day.